Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Season 6, episode 10. Feels good. It does feel good. We're more than halfway through season 6. All right. And a very happy Lunar New Year to all our Asian friends. Absolutely. And everyone could celebrate Lunar New Year. Are you kidding? Who doesn't want to start a new year? Let's go. Fuck January. I want to start my new year in February. Bong bong. So, last week, we fucking finally had Bellator's first event of the year, and on the card, we had Lucas Brennan, who won with an arm triangle in the first round. Shame on George, who's smirking over here, because he could bet against him. I mean, in my dispense, my dispenser, your dispenser, my dispenser. <laughs> in my dispenser, I was a little bit buzzed and I'm still getting used to being a degenerate gambler. And I saw that if I put $20 down or $25 down or maybe $30 down, <laughs> I would have won over $500. And I said, you know what, man? Well, let me go for it. Let me go for a crazy yeah, fucking odds. There's a reason it's crazy odds because Lucas Brennan was going to fucking win. I know, but I saw them both warm up and I was like, you know what, man? It, crazier things could happen. And I, right. I learned my lesson. That All right. Don't listen to the dispensers. Yeah. Uh, Darian Caldwell lost. Benson Henderson beat Islam Mamadov, which broke Mamadov's 20 fight unbeaten streak which is kind of crazy it was it was a really good fight yeah and it was also really close i don't know that benson won well he got the win and it was in his own hometown yes <laughs> and he also teased potentially retiring um so whatever he's been around a while did you um mention that i think mamadov uh, was coached by habib right no i didn't mention that because i don't really care i know but i think that's like that broke habib's unbeaten streak as well oh well as a coach though, as a coach that doesn't yeah that's not interesting no, no it, it it broke his no coach i understand streak, not as a coach Habib. <laughs> Habib. <laughs> I had a Coke and some potato chips uh, before, the, which is like the worst thing to do before talking into a mic or in front of an audience. So, so I feel like I could say Habib really good. Because <laughs> you got them chippies stuck in your esophagus. That's right. <laughs> Great. Uh, last but not least, Ryan Bader beat Valentin Moldovsky with a unanimous decision. So he successfully defended his heavyweight belt, which is cool. More on Bellator later. I we'll start off nervous. with what's I happening next week. I'm I'm nervous for myself. Okay. No Bellator until February 19th. When, when the hell is that? Like uh, next year again. <laughs> uh, but there's UFC this weekend. Hakeem Dawadu is on the prelims. Juliana Rosa is fighting after a crazy fight against Charles Jordan in September. Sam Alvey was supposed to go on Phil, uh, against Phil Hawes, but Phil announced that he suffered an injury just today. So the main event is Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland and maybe that could lead to the winner uh, fighting the winner of oh that's that's false Usman versus whoever Usman's gonna fight next yes <laughs> yes Edwards prob <laughs> is that gonna happen prob hope <laughs> prob not dude I don't know I, I I have I still have hope all right I don't know it's like a whatever card whatever another whatever weekend I know which why don't we just get into the top three and we'll talk about whatever okay
All right, I'm going to start off the top three with a little, I guess it's a new segment, but I don't want to shout it out, but now I got to because it's a new one, a little MMA revenge. Ooh. Sounds cool, right? I mean, I fucking love revenge, so I know, <laughs> let's I hear know. it. <laughs> uh, so this is a special shout out to Kevin Holland, super fan, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. I was like, I, I should not say first and last names, but who even cares about anything in this podcast anymore? I do. Oh, so Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> Kevin Holland paid for this dude who was trolling him on Instagram for over a year, being like, yo, you won't grapple me. Yo, you suck. I know you're a black belt. You can't do anything. So Kevin Holland paid for this dude. I found out later he paid for his bus ticket. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Holland ain't making that much money, so that's fine with me. <laughs> nah, Kevin Holland got money, dude. Um, but basically, he paid for yo, his... I- I just had my fuck you Dana White segment about how he doesn't pay his fighters. <laughs> and now you're going to tell me Kevin Holland is money. Okay. So Kevin Holland s- swept his Metro card for 275 <laughs> <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> for this guy. I was so ready to podcast. I was like urging us to do it. And then my, I'm falling apart. In I'm your falling cameras. asleep. I'm really, I'm really tired right now. <laughs> so Kevin Holland. <laughs> Had this fucking guy get off the B36 and walk into the gym. And it was weird because they were both wearing gi bottoms, but one guy's gi top was on the floor. So you could tell they were training for a minute. But Uh. in the video that was posted, uh, the kid shot into Kevin Holland on a single leg. Kevin Holland uh, defended the takedown like just someone who fights in his underwear in a cage for his living could. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like he sprawled out on that motherfucking (laughs) shot and then swept the dude over and choked him out with north-south choke, which is pretty rare in MMA, but happens regularly, fairly regularly in jiu-jitsu. Uh, and was talking shit the whole time. So I, we got to repost that in our stories because I don't know how to repost anything in our actual like posts. Whatever. That's that's a good story. I like a little MMA revenge, but also good for that guy to actually show up. Yeah, I guess if you're going to talk shit. Yeah, but most people who are going to talk shit. Just like the best of all time when the guy uh, said that Paul Felder needs to fucking quit commentating because he's fucking the worst commentator and he sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Paul Felder was like, would you say that to my face? And he's like, no, that's why I'm saying it on Twitter. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Number two on our top three, in case you couldn't tell, like we're not terribly excited about this UFC card this weekend. Like whatever. Whatever. I don't even know. Will we watch? How did we maybe? get here? I don't know, um, but we have to talk a little bit about weirdo Sean Strickland. Like we have somehow, he's he he does come up in the news a lot because he he's just fucking weird as he's shit. He's a fucking weirdo. But we haven't spoken about him, and I really was trying to find you more direct quotes so I didn't have to like summarize his craziness, but. I just didn't want to. (laughs) So I tried. I wouldn't want you spending that much time in the mind of. Yeah. Yeah. There's he's he's every he's a weirdo. He talks about death a lot. He in several interviews was more specific saying that he fantasizes about murdering people when he was younger. He would like walk around with 
a brick in his pocket or some other weapon like hoping someone would like step to him and he said the only thing that ever stopped him is that like he just doesn't want to go to prison that's a good deterrent and then he like went through this neo-nazi white supremacist stage for like most of his life because he said he learned that racist behavior from his grandfather and has since like had to relearn how to be a fucking human so also like now you're not just weird but you're also racist (laughs) um and then you have any of his teammates like always try to support him and they're like he's a really nice guy like he has changed he whatever it's like well then why is he out here saying this crazy shit like this is worse than colby's like trump shit like i get you want to people to talk about you but it's just like he's it's just not a weird, man it's not a shtick um and then it's like sad because he did come from an abusive household specifically his father's verbal abuse towards his mom was something that like affected him greatly so he says that's why he may seem quote-unquote crazy to others because he had to change mentally to survive that childhood and like maybe but still I don't know. He's just a weird guy. Last but not least, he did his own version of Cribs. This was actually kind of funny um, to show people his apartment before this week's fight. So it was on Instagram. It was like a two minute video. So I watched it. He has one sofa, like three guns, a drill press, a broken toilet that doesn't flush and just like a mattress because and here's your quote from him a bed frame is for fucking losers. (laughs) It's just like weird yeah i don't know man nature versus nurture i think yeah i know so it makes me sad so i'm not like shitting on him i'm just telling you he's weird and i'm also telling you that after all of that I'm fucking rooting for jack hermanson <laughs> he's like i wanted to tell you more about him but i feel like we've spoken about jack hermanson enough for people to know i really like him so i just i want him to win dude all I can think about Jack Hermanson is how Kamzat wrestled him and just like in a in a grappling contest and just like fucked him up so bad. It just makes me want to see Kamzat fight. Oh, I meant to mention uh, this is a quick aside since I'm totally fucking bailing on the top three right now and <laughs> and and even bailing on Sean Strickland or or Jack Hermanson. Um, I went a little viral yet uh, last week on my own Twitter by accident because I was just scrolling, 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 and apparently Hamzat, another of the guys from Bellator, something Mamadov or whatever, and actually no, not whatever, another guy from Dagestan, and fuck, I cannot. I can't. I, this is like awful. This is awful radio right now. But whatever. Yeah. Kamzat and two other dudes from Dagestan who are professional fighters were in Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand together, and they're all training. And they all they're. I think they're all three of them are undefeated. So they posted a picture, and someone wrote, "How many people can they take on mm-hmm. these three? And I quickly replied, "All of them." And I got like a hundred likes on that shit. But I should have switched over to holding hands and throwing fists Twitter and done it. Yeah, oh, that's pretty mean, cool. Nothing, huh? Nothing, no. All right. Speaking <laughs> of this dead podcast. I know. This is actually <laughs> appropriate. Rounding out the top three. This fucking breaks my heart. And I just got to say it because I think we've been trying to help Bellator and trying to root for Bellator. 
but I this new segment is called Bellator is dead. What? Bellator is dead. What? Dude. You mean that? I I'm trying to get some like Phoenix vibes over here, you know, rising from the ashes and shit. Because, dude, Scott Coker, president of Bellator, I hope you're listening. We've been trying to fucking get your attention. We've been calling you even <laughs> even more than fucking Bud Light Seltzer. You built up Strike Force as a relative competitor to the UFC early on in MMA history. What is going on with Bellator? It's fucking so damn hard to find out when the fights are happening mm-hmm. and who won. They need a minimum to fucking start paying like some 22-year-old kids to run their social because the next day you can't even figure out who won. You have the unique opportunity to do something different from the UFC. Everything that sucks about the UFCs is the long f- waits in between the fight, the shitty commercials, the blandness of it all sometimes when you uh, when there's just like nothing to do in between fights and there's, no- there's nothing that's exciting right honestly sometimes when i watch bellator i think to myself mma is boring dude like ufc's fights are like a higher caliber okay but bellator shouldn't be that off they should be doing something to like they i believe they strongly have the opportunity to do something special whether it's shorten the time in in between fights make things more exciting get more commentating I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just like we watch Bellator when there's no UFC and there's nothing that's making me be like, oh, this is awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Like, fuck the UFC. It's like, this is like old man MMA from who it's like catered to, who's actually fighting, who's commentating, which is what I wanted to ask you too. Cause like, I love these guys. I love uh, big John McCarthy. I love fucking Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson's not an old guy. I'm not going to say that <laughs> he's going to find me. I'm afraid to talk shit about Sean Strickland and Josh. <laughs> and actually I want to fucking get drunk with Josh Thompson. It would be fucking super fun to hang out with. Yes. But Bellator, what, what it seems like they're not even trying. Yeah. I don't, I agree with you. I, I agree with like the old man. It has very dated feelings around it. Um, and what was I just going to say? Oh, like that fight, that wait time in between fights, like that, that's kind of standard. Like, because if a fight goes the full 15 minutes, whatever, right? Like you can't necessarily control that, but people always complain to Josh and Big John about that. And they? they always try to be like, well, it's a production thing. We have to whatever, whatever, whatever. Yo, there is a ridiculous amount of time in between their fights. Like there is a production element, but it can be better. Then have your production do something. Like, dude, I would love nothing more and figure out what your your audience wants to watch. Maybe I'm not the normal guy, but I would love to watch people just training in between. But you Why know don't what? they get yeah. fucking 80 hours of footage of people training and you just play it in between? Remember at least uh, when they were on zone, they would play those pre- recorded videos about backgrounds fighters you did get to learn a little bit more but then they recorded like two for the whole night so you saw the same two 50 times but it was like they had something there there's there has to be something there dude make fucking make it mma tiktok holy fuck dude i don't know they don't give a fuck they're on showtime showtime certainly doesn't give a fuck bellator is not making bro don't get me fucking started on fucking showtime dude i could I literally was trying to find Bellator on it and I couldn't even find it. Like what the fuck? I know. I know. I don't I don't want to say it's dead. Can we just say it's dying? 
No, that's sadder, dude. That's it's fucking in a coma. sadder. It's no, in a coma. no. <laughs> We're gonna bring it back, dude. Scott Coker, give us a fucking call, right? Oh, We're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, PTI rundown music. PTI rundown music. All right, we're gonna be do this pretty quick. Jeremy Stevens, the who the fuck is that guy? Was cut by the UFC and signed with PFL. He wants to fight Anthony Pettis. Babe, what do you think? Wow, I didn't know he was cut. Paul Daly is retiring after 19 years because he's tired. Same, bro. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Jake Paul is interested in fighting Khabib in an MMA match. I'm so down. Are you? Yeah, but I also heard that Jake Paul just signed to fight some Brazilian YouTube star. So Let's go. I'm the number one fucking Jake Paul fan in the world right now. You're gross. Henry Cejudo is re-entering the USADA testing pool so he could come back and potentially fight for the 145 championship. Babe, what you think? Why not? All right, Volkanovski, let's fucking go. And we're going to go straight into the... This episode is brought to you by my parents. Happy 41st anniversary. Love you guys. What you think of that episode? That episode sucked. We're worse than Bellator. Happy anniversary. (laughs) 